Alright, welcome back to the Blueprint Podcast. I am your host, Melvin Banks. Buckle up, it is time to enjoy the journey. It's good to be back with everybody this week as we venture in to a topic that I love talking about. It's uh, probably one of my favorite topics to talk about. And I'll just give you a little bit of a backdrop. So, Several years ago, I was at a John C. Maxwell uh, seminar. Now, if you're not a big fan of John Maxwell, uh, he is probably one of the uh, foremost authorities on leadership uh, in, in the world uh, today. He, he is a great author, speaker. He's written somewhere over 100 books, uh, The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership, uh, the 360 degree leader, just all kind of books on leadership that he's written. Um, and he is one of my favorite authors. And I attended one of his seminars on leadership in my early to mid 20s. And one of the things that I found uh, very compelling during that uh, seminar, he started talking a little bit about when he gets to his older, uh, older age and uh, I guess today he's probably uh, in his 70s, I would guess. So back then he might have been in his uh, late 40s, early 50s. And as I, as I sat there listening to him just kind of talk, he started talking about this idea of legacy. And uh, it, it really got me thinking. He, he told a story. Uh, he, he used to be a pastor and he was talking about funerals that he had attended and stuff. And uh, he, he said he remembered one of these uh, funerals where uh, it seemed like the most important thing that people were asking after the fact was, uh, where's the potato salad? <laughs> and, and it just made me think. He said uh, in, in that seminar, he said, you know, I want my life to be lived in such a manner that whenever I die, I want people to be talking about the impact that I made. Whenever people attend my funeral and afterwards, I don't want the most important question to be, where's the potato salad or who brought the chicken or whatever it is that they're going to be bringing up. Um, but he wants it to be about the life that he lived and the impact that he made rather than, uh, you know, things that are inconsequential. So it made me think a lot from, from that age, uh, even to today, I think a lot about legacy. And I ask myself the question, what will the legacy be that I leave? So what exactly is a legacy uh, in the first place? I mean, what are, we, what are we talking about whenever we say legacy? Uh, you know, sometimes if you, if you look up Webster's Dictionary, if you ask other people, uh, many people talk about material things that are left behind. Uh, you know, what, what's left in a will, what, what type of money or homes or tangible things are, that are left behind. Uh, I think of it as something more consequential than that. Whenever I think about legacy, I think about the lasting impression that we leave behind on the lives that we touched. I think about it as something much bigger than, than simply material goods uh, that are going to be left behind for other individuals who may or may not appreciate and or enjoy them. Um, whenever I think about legacy, I think about whether or not I've made an impact on the people around me. 
And today's show, uh, above all else, what my hope is, is that I inspire you to think about this idea of legacy, and even more so to ask yourself the question, am I living the type of life that I want to be remembered for? Because that is the defining question of legacy. Am I living the way that I want people to remember my life? Am I doing the things that I want to be doing that people will be talking about five years after I'm gone, 10 years after I'm gone, 20 years after I'm gone? So today's show, we are going to talk about legacy. We're going to talk about uh, a couple of different things uh, dealing with legacy. And we're going to break it down into two sections here. First off, I want to talk about legacy blockers. And, and these are things that uh, keep us from leaving the type of legacy that we want to leave. And then I want to talk about 10 ways that we can build a lasting legacy. Not just a lasting legacy, but a powerful legacy that we'll be proud of, that we want our children talking about and our children's children talking about long after we're gone. So today we're going to begin by talking about five legacy blockers. Now, like I said, these are, are things that we often don't think about. Uh, maybe, maybe you've never thought about your own legacy before. But these things, if left untended to, are going to keep us from leaving the type of legacy that we want to leave whenever we're gone from this earth. So I want to make sure that I get us in and out in time, so I'm going to go ahead and just dive right in. So the first legacy blocker that we encounter in life is having no defined vision. Now, for those of you who know me, you may have attended uh, one of my workshops before. You may have listened to me speak uh, at, at some event somewhere. But whenever I talk about uh, vision... I think that it is the most important thing that any individual can have, having a defined vision of what it is they are trying to accomplish in life. Uh, I, I, I think that vision is life's X factor. It guides, us, it guides us in our daily walk. It guides us through everything that we do. When we have vision, we can pretty much endure just about anything and get to the other side of it. But without vision... Uh, life tends to be very melancholy, very void, and we just kind of meander. We, we, we get blown whatever direction the wind blows us because we have no clear direction on where we want to go. So our vision is what gives us d direction in life. And I think that that's one of the primary things that people struggle with that keeps them from leaving the type of legacy that they want to leave is that they don't have a defined vision. They don't understand where it is that they're trying to go. And if you don't know where you're going, pretty much anywhere is going to do. So they end up uh, going through life without uh, accomplishing what it is they're seeking to accomplish or going where it is they want to go. So no defined vision, the first legacy blocker. Second legacy blocker is living the life that others have defined for you. Now, I want you to think about this. Oftentimes, and you may have done it at some point in time, I know I have, rather than living the life that we were put here to live, many times what happens is we live the life that other people want us to live. And what I'm, what I'm saying uh, by that is, 
We allow other people's ideas and thoughts of what our life should be like to dictate how we actually live our own life. Uh, we see this happen often, uh, especially with children living lost dreams, missed dreams of their parents. Uh, we see it happen all the time. Uh, I'm, I'm sure, as I'm saying this right now, you're probably thinking of someone who has had this happen to them, and you may even be thinking about your own life, that you know, you, you've lived life trying to fulfill someone else's dream, trying to finish someone else's work, and it's not really your work to do. And this keeps us from fulfilling the purpose that God put us here for whenever we get caught on that path of trying to live up to other people's idea of how our life should be. So we've got to be very careful that we don't get caught in the trap of trying to finish other people's work or do other people's uh, job here when each of us were created with a very specific and unique purpose and plan. And we have to understand what our own plan is. We can't try to go through living someone else's. So it's important for us to, to take note of what it is that we're here to accomplish and make sure that we're not living according to what someone else expects of us. Uh, unless it is, of course, what God expects of us, because he's the one who put us here with that plan. Thirdly, the fear of failure. The fear of failure has killed more dreams and more legacies than anything else that I can imagine, because it keeps people stymied in life. It keeps people from even attempting to live up to what it is that they've been put here to do. Uh, many people go through life terrified of the possibility of failing at something. Terrified of the possibility of, of missing the mark, uh, of not accomplishing what it is they were put here to accomplish. And because of that, they end up going through life without ever even attempting to, to accomplish what it is they've been put here to do. So we've got to make absolutely certain that we do not allow fear to keep us from accomplishing what it is we've been put here to do. And in fact, I would go so far as to say we have to embrace fear. We have to run toward our fears if we're ever going to truly live up to the potential that God has put in us. If we're going to leave any sort of lasting legacy, we have to embrace fear. Uh, that, that's one of the things that I always challenge myself to do. I always say, do something that scares you. Do something that you're afraid of. Do something that makes you uncomfortable. Always step outside of your comfort zone and seek what it is God's trying to call you to do uh, so that you can leave a legacy that you're going to be proud of. Whenever you get to your latter days, you'll, you'll look back and say, I did everything I was supposed to do. Fears and all, I walked straight through them. Fourth, bitterness. You know, rarely do you see someone living a life of significance, a life that impacts others in a positive way, whenever they're carrying around a lot of anger and bitterness toward other people. It's, it's, I would go so far as to say it's impossible to find somebody living a life of purpose if they're bitter. Uh, bitter people rarely do anything that serves others. And a legacy is all about service. It's all about a lasting impression. The way that we make an impression, well, the way that we make a positive impression on people is by approaching them with a heart of service. 
So we've got to make sure that for each and every one of us, that we let go of anything that keeps us from living with a heart that desires to serve, from living uh, with bitterness. We've got to let go of anger and resentment. If you hold on to that, it's, it's like the old saying, being bitter, being angry is like drinking poison and expecting it to harm someone else. The longer you hold on to bitterness, the, the longer it'll keep you from reaching the potential that you have, from serving in the way that you can, and from creating the legacy that you want to be remembered for. Now, for, fifth, a lack of priorities. A lack of priorities will keep you from accomplishing so many things because when we don't, when we spend all of our time focusing on things that are urgent, we miss all of the things that are important. Now, don't miss that. Things can be urgent and not be important. You know, we, we could get all of our time focused in on running from here to there and doing this and that, and we could get all wrapped up in things that are urgent but not important. You know what? The the coffee pot overflowed. That's urgent. Yeah, we got to stop it from overflowing, right? We put too much water in it. But is it important? How significant is that that coffee pot uh, overflowing with coffee in the grand scheme of your life? You know, I've got to run and drop drop Jimmy off his lunch. He forgot his lunch. Okay, it's urgent, but is it important? Can Jimmy just grab a sandwich at school and he's still going to be able to go on and so what, he didn't have his lunch that day? Absolutely. See, we have to stop focusing on the urgent and start prioritizing what's important. That, I believe, is one of the most important things that we could do. So again, just to, just to remind us all, legacy blockers, no defined vision, living the life that others have defined for us, the fear of failure, which paralyzes everybody, bitterness, and then lack of priorities. So that being said, all right, so here's the real question. How do we build a lasting legacy? How do we build a powerful legacy that we'll be proud of, that will allow us to, to go forward with the understanding that we did what we were called here to do? Well, it takes a couple of things. So Take, take your pen out. Let's make sure you take note of this because these are important. First off, you got to be joyful. Have a joyful heart. Whenever we have a joyful heart, when we dare to have the audacity of joy in our spirit in every situation, it allows us to serve in a way that brings joy to ourselves and to others. And it honors God in everything that we're doing. Angry, unhappy people do not leave a legacy, at least not one that they want to have people remember. So if we live with the heart of joy, we end up honoring our legacy, we honor God, and we live in a way that people will always want to remember us. Secondly, know what gives you a sense of purpose. Think about this. Have you ever just sat down and thought to yourself, what am I doing that makes me happy and makes a big difference? What am I doing whenever I have an impact on others? What, what is it that I'm doing whenever, whenever I, I feel in my spirit that I'm doing something of significance that other people feel, feel like, man, I, I, I was so glad that I encountered Melvin today because, man, he, he did this or he served in this way. He made me feel this way. 
what what is it that I'm doing in those moments that that brings joy to other people's lives that makes me feel like man I really did something significant today uh, by by being in that moment and serving that person so we've got to make sure that we 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 understand what gives us a sense of purpose third we have to develop ourselves so many times we get wrapped up like I was just talking about we get wrapped up in the urgent things we don't take time to develop ourselves to hone our skills to prepare us to be able to to do things that are going to leave an impression on other people and whenever we don't tend to ourselves it, it keeps us from being able to serve others hey Nat I appreciate you being on man uh, I'm glad you were here uh, so so we've got to make sure that that we focus on developing ourselves what are the things what are what are my strengths what are my weaknesses what are the things that I need to focus in on to continue improving what are the things that I have to focus in on to continue to improve fourth act now we have to live with a sense of urgency do what matters now see so many times we get trapped into the 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 this little this little trap in life where we always think we'll have time to do things later well I'm gonna do this when I, I'll wait until I get this all straightened out or let's wait until X Y and Z are all lined up the way that I think they should be and then I'm gonna do it no we have to stop making excuses we have to stop procrastinating and if something is important to us we have to act right now we have to do the things that matter in the moment so many people get sidetracked with waiting until the timings right or everything's lined up everything's got to be in the right spot in the right place and then I'm gonna take action that's the wrong way to approach it we have to live with a sense of urgency understand what's important and then act on those things we can't continue to wait until we have the opportunity to do something when all of the circumstances are right because everything is never gonna work out that way there's always gonna be something that's just off but we have to move forward even in that situation fifth be willing to make a small difference now what do I mean by that see so many people get trapped into the idea that they want to leave a big impact they want to make a big difference in the world and they're always waiting for that one big defining moment and, and and maybe this is you maybe you've been waiting for that one big defining moment but see the thing about it is big differences happen in small repetitive occurrences and what I mean by that is if you're gonna make a big difference you have to be consistently present and engaged in the small things it's it's not always you know we we look at things like I, I used to love for example I used to love extreme makeover home edition where they would go in and uh, you know find these people in these desperate situations they would knock down their house and in a week you have all these people come together and they would build this this beautiful home uh, for these families to make sure that their need was met whatever the situation was they would make sure that the need was met the mortgage is paid all of this stuff and they take care of everything for the people and I used to always say to myself man one day I want to be able to do that for somebody 
I want to be able to do that and, and buy the land, buy the house, knock it down, rebuild it for them, make sure that everything's taken care of. But see, there's something that we're missing in that. Yeah, sh sure, the show is fantastic. I always loved it. It's, it's great to see the before and after and see the impact that's had on these people's lives. But, you know, there isn't a whole lot of time focused on the person who goes in with the sledgehammer and, and takes down the drywall or the individual who, who just sat in the cabinets or the floor or the person who, who took the time to paint the walls. Every little thing matters. Sometimes it's the small differences that end up adding up to make the big difference. And we have to stop waiting for the opportunity to have some grand finale, some grand opportunity to make a big lasting impression. Focus on making a small impression on a consistent daily basis. And whenever you get to the end of the line, you'll realize, man, I made a big difference coming all the way down. Number six, start with those closest to you. You know, I was the youngest of eight, and some of the greatest memories that I have uh, are of my mother and father and, and just the times we had growing up. Um, my brothers and sisters, whenever we get together, it isn't, it isn't often that we all get to get together. Uh, maybe once every other year nowadays, it seems like. But whenever we do, we spend countless hours telling the same stories and laughing about the same things and, and just remembering, you know, the, the many sacrifices and, and the love and the laughs and everything that we experienced with our parents. You know, the most important legacy we're ever going to leave is not so much about everyone else in the world. It's about the people that we impacted that are right there next to us. We got to make sure that we don't have the sprinkler effect in our life. And if you don't know what that is, the sprinkler effect is, you know, when you put a sprinkler in the ground, one of those little ones on the stake, for example, you ever notice that the ground right next to the sprinkler never gets wet? It's everything all around, way out around it, gets the water, but the ground right immediately around the sprinkler stays dry. It never gets any of the water. Sometimes we spend so much time focusing on serving everybody else that we overlook the people that are closest to us. They never get any of the water. They never, they never feel that, that service, that love, that experience. So we've got to make sure that we don't lose sight of the fact that the people right next to us are the people that we have the, the greatest opportunity to impact. And then by impacting those lives, then we spread our legacy. It expands because from the, from the lives we impact, other lives are going to be impacted. It's the butterfly effect. Many people are going to be impacted by the people that we impact most often. Now, seven, this is pretty much should go without saying, but sometimes we overlook it. Give your absolute best at everything. Pour yourself all into everything that you do. Anytime you're looking to, to serve, don't, don't just go out there and say, well, you know, it's just me volunteering. It's no big deal. It is a big deal. So pour your everything into what it is that you're doing. You want people to see that you're giving your best no matter how small it may seem, uh, the act that you're doing. You want to give your best in it. Number eight, seek to serve, not to succeed. Now, I'll, I'll, I'll explain that a little bit. 
when it comes to legacy, when it comes to life, we've been so conditioned with the idea that we have to succeed at everything that sometimes we lose sight of the fact that the only way to succeed is to serve, is to in some way uh, be of service to the people around us, to make an impact with the people that we're coming into contact with, and, and not just to somehow magically at the end of the line we'll realize, okay, I've succeeded. Here's what success looks like, right? Success only happens whenever our life is used to serve other people. So if we want to end up being a success, it begins by being a servant. So we have to first serve others in order to succeed. Going hand in hand with that, number nine, elevate the needs of others. It's easy for us to put ourselves first because, you know, that's the natural, natural inclination, you know. Me first, I'm number one, right? But sometimes it's important that we, we put the needs of others, uh, you know, in a higher priority. I'm not saying neglect yourself. I'm saying there are going to be times when we have an opportunity to live in a sacrificial way to say, you know what, even though I wanted to do X, Y, or Z, or even though I needed X, Y, or Z, I'm going to do this because it gives me the opportunity to serve someone else. So elevate the needs of others. And then number 10, you've all heard me say this before. Enjoy the journey. We've got to make sure that we don't overlook what we're going through. We, we don't overlook the process. We've got to have a joyful heart as we're going through. We can't just run around trying to build, build, build. Let me make sure this legacy is lasting. Let me make sure that I've, I've done X, Y, and Z. Let me make sure I've done these things without enjoying the process. Life is all about process. And the more we enjoy that, the greater our impact is going to be and the greater the legacy will be that we live. So those are the things that we have to do. One, like I said, avoid those legacy blockers. But then at the same time, we've got to focus in on those ways to build our legacy. It starts with being joyful. Know what gives you a sense of purpose. Develop yourself. Act now. Do what matters. Make small differences in the world around you. Start with the people closest to you. Give your best at everything that you do. And seek to serve, not to succeed. Elevate the needs of others. And of course, enjoy the journey. And I would also say embrace the journey. That's the best part of it, right? Is that we get to go through this journey in life uh, with one another. We get to serve one another. We get to uh, get to a point where we know that we have made a difference in some way. If we do all of those things, I guarantee you, whenever the day comes, and I, I pray for myself that the day will come, and hopefully I'll be an old man at some point and uh, be able to sit back and, and look back at the life that I've lived and say, man, you know, I really did live a life of significance by serving other people and I've left a legacy that people are going to remember whenever whenever we get to the end like John Maxwell said you know we don't want people to be thinking about 
you know, where the potato salad is. We want people to be telling stories about how we impacted their life. You know, hopefully there will be a day when someone sits back and uh, I, I may no longer be here, but they're able to share a story about something that I did uh, in some way that positively impacted their world around them. Um, I'm, I'm desperately hoping that my kids will be someday telling the stories or laughing and joking about uh, some of the, the times that we had and sharing some of the stories of uh, the life that I lived and the impression that I left upon them. So that being said, guys, that's what I've got for you today. Ask yourself the question, are you living the life that reflects the way you want to be remembered? And if not, hey, it's always a good opportunity to make a change, to, to change course, to shift gears and, and go down a different route. Um, but I hope that you'll take this information, that you'll reflect upon it, and that you'll ask yourself the questions, am I living a life? that reflects the way that I want to be remembered. That being said, guys, as always, remember you could uh, catch the actual audio podcast on any of the major podcasting platforms, uh, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, uh, Anchor FM, any of the major podcasting platforms. You can catch the Blueprint Podcast with Melvin Banks. Of course, I will post and share on my Facebook page here within 24 hours. Uh, that being said, though, I appreciate every single one of you. I want to invite you. Whenever I post that podcast, trust me, someone you know needed to hear this show, and perhaps they didn't catch it. Uh, I want to ask you to just share the podcast with them. Share that link. Post it. Share it out to everybody. Uh, there are people who need to hear this type of information. There are people that we hope to encourage through the show. Uh, hopefully it'll help someone think about things a little bit differently. But that being said, guys, I appreciate every one of you. Miss um, uh, McMullen, thank you so much for being a part of the show today. Uh, Felix Ramos, thank you so much for being a part of the show. It was good to have you on. Gail, good to see you. Nat, good to see you on. Noel, thanks for uh, always having some input for us over there. Steven, hey, man, it's good to see you on with us again. Um, so, guys, I just want to encourage you. Myron, uh, it's good having you on as well, brother. Um, you guys have a great afternoon. And, as always, enjoy the journey. We will see you all again next week. Uh, until then, guys, hey, like I said, always enjoy the journey and uh, have a great week.